I'm Courtney Lundeen, and welcome to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Do you find yourself wishing you could have more moms, sisters, and friends encouraging you and pouring into you, inspiring you to live as the mom God has called you to be? Too often, our culture minimizes the role of motherhood, but I believe that being a mom is a high calling, and we're answering the call and stepping up to the plate. I love simplicity and efficiency, habits and routines, but my favorite part of life is being a mom. If you want practical strategies to lighten your load, simplify your life, let some things be easy, and make room for what matters most, you're in the right place. I'll remind you that every blessing and provision is God's and help you reflect that mindset in your homes and to your families. Thanks for joining me, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today is a fun concept that I hope will be inspiring to you. This was based on something that I learned from a podcaster, Amy Porterfield. She is a business coach. She's not actually my business coach, but sometimes I listen to her podcast. She talked recently about the capacity for zero is what she called it. And it really helped me and inspired me. So I hope it will do the same for you too. I will link to her episode here in the show notes so you can hear about this from her especially if you are wanting to hear more about this from a business perspective. But today I'm not just talking about it from a business perspective. I'm also talking about it from a personal perspective for any mom. This podcast is for moms. I'm talking to everyone here, regardless of if you have a business or not. There's something in this conversation for you. The capacity for zero, as she said, relates to starting something new or starting over and being willing to begin and be at zero. A lot of people have a dream in their heart, but they are too scared to be starting over at zero that they never actually do it. Or they want to live a certain way, but they're not willing to start at zero toward becoming that kind of person. Maybe you want to start studying for a new job. Are you willing to start at zero and have zero idea how to do it? To totally learn something new, to start from scratch, to be the newest person, a total beginner, to not be an expert. To save money for months and months ahead of time to be able to do what you need to do to put yourself in a different position. Maybe you want to start leading with kindness with your husband. Maybe things in your marriage have gotten lazy and the words that you guys use are more rude or careless than you want to. You want to start being kind and servant-hearted and lead by example and change the trajectory of your marriage. Let today be zero. You have to be the one to take the first step sometimes. Or maybe you want to go to a new Bible study, but you don't know any of the girls. You'd be starting at zero, making new friends. You'd be the new person. You aren't sure what to wear or what to talk about. You're starting at zero, but the risk might be worth the reward of a new community. Maybe you do want to start a new business. Are you willing to start at zero? Have zero visitors on your website. Have zero email list, zero logo, zero followers, zero customers. If you want to write a book, are you willing to start at zero sales? having zero idea how to even start on the path of writing a book? Or maybe you want to start a new hobby. You're the brand new person with no idea what you're doing. You're starting at zero with something that seems hard to do. Or like when I started this podcast, I knew at first I'd have zero podcast downloads, zero subscribers. And each one by one by one, it's built up. And sometimes it still feels like I'm at the beginning. And it's a vulnerable feeling, honestly, to put yourself out there and start at zero. All of this is hard for anyone but I feel like it's especially hard for people who are already leaders and experts in some way. Probably most of you are. Maybe something you do you're amazing at, you've earned a respectable title, or you're well-known for doing whatever it is. But maybe there's something additional in your heart that would require you to be the novice, to seek help from people who are the experts. 
Maybe to seek advice from someone younger than you. Maybe even to put your degree aside totally. To be willing to fail, willing to put things out there that may not work out, but still to do it. And to start at zero, to put one foot in front of the other. There's usually a snowball effect with a lot of things. The beginning is slow. That first part of the work is invisible. You're either doing all this work with nothing to show for it, nobody even noticing what you're doing, or the people who are noticing maybe are doubting you. You're wanting to give it to God, but even the prayers seem scary or bold to say it out loud to God who put the desire in your heart in the first place, much less say it to another person. The whole concept can also be for people who want to stop doing something. Maybe you have a bad habit or an addiction or just something minor that you don't want in your life anymore. Are you willing to start at zero and make a huge change? But that huge change starts with just some small decisions made over and over and over again. Can today be you starting at zero, starting completely over, willing to be vulnerable and take on a new identity of who you want to be, choosing what you want most over what you want now? There's a book I've mentioned on the podcast a few times now because I just love it so much, but it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. He gives a lot of practical advice on how to start or stop a habit. So if what you're thinking of here in this podcast, as I'm inspiring you, hopefully, could be affected by your habits, which most things are affected by our habits, check out that book. He has so many practical tips. We've all heard the the analogy of the iceberg, like there's all this work that nobody sees. There's this enormous part of the iceberg that's underwater. And what people see is the tip of the iceberg, which seems so small in comparison, but that's the only part that's visible. Like it looks like maybe so perfect or easy or not a lot of work went in before that iceberg tip became visible. But in reality, the hard part is that it's way bigger what's hidden than what's visible. We have to be willing to accept that the hard work doesn't usually get a lot of recognition. It's not pretty. No one is rewarding you at the beginning for all this invisible work. Sometimes nobody even really knows or cares what you're doing when you're starting at zero. A lot of people think that the tip of the iceberg just happened. And a lot of times, those are the people, honestly, who have never built an iceberg. They are not trying to be rude. They just have no idea. They have not started at zero. Or maybe they haven't decided to start at zero in a long time. Or they haven't decided to start at zero and put one foot in front of the other as they move away from zero and slowly build the iceberg. Maybe they are just comfortable hanging out a bit away from zero, but they aren't really going anywhere. I'm not judging those people because in different seasons of life, I've been that person. And we all might have been at some point in our life, and that's okay. But if it's you who's trudging along, trying to do something so hard, don't let the opinions of the people who aren't moving forward hold you back. I saw a quote recently that said, there's only competition at the bottom. The people at the top are collaborating. Isn't that so good? I just love that. I've said before on the podcast a million times, a rising tide raises all ships. Once I launched my digital course, it was fun to see the support and how it all played out. I mean this in the most humble way, but I really didn't do it for the approval of others. I do feel confident enough in myself and my life and my identity in Christ that this whole existence wasn't resting on this digital course. And I had listened to enough business podcasts and heard enough stories that I know I had to start somewhere. I know that the first sales weekend or even the first year isn't really indicative of my future or my worth or even the business concept. I know that I have to keep growing and pivoting and serving and giving and providing meaningful work for you guys. So that launch didn't truly matter that much. And honestly, it went great. Good enough for me. But that being said, it was interesting to see how the support rolled out. 
It was interesting to see who was being supportive, who bought the course or interacted with me around that time, and who didn't. I know people have lives and are busy and algorithms are weird, so some people just didn't even know I launched anything, or maybe a lot of people who love me just also don't care to organize their home ever. And that is totally okay. I truly don't care. The point of this conversation is actually that it was cool to see who the supportive people were. And honestly, a lot of the unexpected support I received from people I don't know very well came from people who run their own businesses too. And a lot of them may not even care one bit about home organization. They were just being supportive. It's like they recognized how hard it takes to get there and wanted to support someone else doing that. I didn't even realize it until a few days after the launch. I was just sitting there thinking about how nice some people were and they went out of their way to be supportive, share or comment to me or text me, check in or buy the course or whatever. They went out of their way to send words of encouragement and it hit me that a lot of those people have been putting themselves out there too. They know what it takes. They know what's worthy of celebrating. And it made me think nothing less of the people who didn't. I truly cannot emphasize this enough. (laughs) If you didn't do anything about this course, I do not care. And I still love you so, so, so much. But almost like an honor is what it felt like to be part of the crowd now who was willing to start at zero and build something and have the capacity to encourage and support others. It made me want to make sure that I never miss a chance to send a free text message that takes a couple of seconds to congratulate someone once they announce a new job or a new anything, to see people being vulnerable and to stand with them. So this is not about me. Please, I feel so happy. And if you are listening to this in the next few weeks or months or years and see someone standing on their own or doing something or even just changing a good habit or showing up to something new or starting a business or whatever it may be, Notice them and encourage them. If they're the new girl at the Bible study, putting themselves out there, sit by them, ask them some questions. It may really mean a lot to them. Um, You're seeing the tip of the iceberg, but you didn't see what it took to get them there. So I have a whole entire, I almost feel like I'm getting emotional. I did not expect that. I have an entire episode on scarcity versus abundance mindset. So check that out if you haven't yet, but it's cool to think about how to gain an abundance mindset and be one of those people who believes there's room at the top for everyone who know more for someone else doesn't mean less for them. It's better to think that way, right? It's fun to be able to start at zero. I've talked with a few friends starting new things, and we all agree that starting something new and being creative and vulnerable is good for mental health. The process of just learning something and being creative, creating something for yourself, and hopefully what you're creating can serve other people too, it's so good for your brain and your mind. But we have to have the capacity for zero too. It has to be for ourselves. It has to be serving others. It can't be with the goal of what we might gain. It has to be with the goal of providing something worth something to others, to be of service, to love people. And it can be just for some people. It doesn't have to be for everyone. Some of the main business advice I've got through the books and podcasts I've been learning and studying from are to not try to be for everyone. You're not for everyone. Don't try to be for everyone because you're not for everyone. And if you do try, then you'll be sad about the people that didn't connect with you. But you do have something to give some people. You do have something of value. And trying to find the people who want what you have to give is fun. Trying to serve them is fun. That's really the point of any business anyway, is trying to serve people and give them something valuable. Having the capacity for zero is fun and seeing what can grow is fun. My husband was also a good example of having the capacity for zero. Someday I'll probably do a whole podcast on his story because it really is inspiring. I've shared it like I think on Facebook and Instagram on my personal pages before, but I will give you guys the short version. My husband spent five years in undergrad in college at OU being 
pre-med, taking all the super hard pre-med classes, volunteering at tons of events, building a resume, gaining experience, building a reputation, getting the degree, and applied to medical school three years in a row to be denied each time. He actually got waitlisted the second time, denied the third time, which people said was very unlikely to happen. He defaulted into the oil and gas career field, which is amazing for a lot of people, but it just wasn't for him. It wasn't his plan. It wasn't his passion. Then he decided to start at zero again and get a business degree to try to totally shift paths and start on a new career path. He went back full-time to OU when we were married, got a business degree, spent an entire summer working three hours away from me in Dallas when we were married, but we didn't have kids yet, tried to go down the business path, and again, nothing was really working out the way that we had been praying and wanting it to. Some of the other options that were right in front of him were things that didn't align with the life he wanted, so he didn't take that offer, or some of the things he really hoped and prayed for and worked for didn't work out. So he went back to oil and gas to provide for our family. So he's working the nine to five the entire time, still applying for things, still meeting with mentors, putting himself out there, being extremely vulnerable, sending his resume, applying for jobs, sitting there at zero so many times while working a nine to five that he wasn't passionate about. Then oil and gas shuts down during the pandemic. So he's completely out of work. We have a two-year-old and I'm pregnant with our second child. He's messaging people every single day. He's not saying, oh, everyone's out of work. I'll enjoy enjoy this time off. He's not blaming the economy. He's not blaming anyone. He's starting at zero every single day. One of the millions of leads he tried ended up working out and he got a job, which eventually led him to where he is now. He's been accepted into a pretty prestigious dental school and and doing really well there. After literally a decade of being on our hands and knees, praying and fasting and working hard, finding dead end after dead end, starting at zero so many times. He's on his way to a career that feels fulfilling. We are seeing how all these seemingly unrelated paths and dead ends were God knitting together a perfect story for him. But he had to do all this work that no one saw. He had to study for a huge entrance exam while being a dad and a husband and working nine to five, not knowing if any of it would pay off. He had to send emails asking people to meet with him, not knowing if they would respond. Most of the time, they didn't. And he had to keep sending more, trying different things, starting at zero each time. My husband and I love the verse, Luke 16, 10, where Jesus says, He who can be trusted with little can be trusted with a lot. That has been one of our motivating verses this entire time, like for our entire marriage. We have been telling God, look, we are being trustworthy with this little amount, but we are asking for more. For so long, we're still saying that, so much starting at zero, so much praying for literally a decade with what seemed like unanswered prayers. But God, being God, came through. My dad said recently, if it's not good, God isn't done yet. And isn't that the truth? That one came from Romans 8.28, which says, God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Sometimes we have to take the first step while trusting God. We have to start at zero, listen for his voice and be pivoting where we need to starting over where we need to, showing up faithfully where we need to, while praying for more. And honestly, the greater your capacity for zero and willingness to start at zero, the greater your capacity to win, the greater your capacity for more. You can't win at something that you never even tried to do. And the harder you have to try, sometimes that makes things even more meaningful. The win is sweeter when you worked really hard. And I want that for you guys. Like I said, this isn't even start about starting a business. Maybe it's just about making friends or becoming the mom who doesn't yell at her kids or simply having a heart of contentment. If that's the season you need to be in, to just be content where you are and embracing the season in front of you. Or maybe you're starting a new hobby or working towards a new job if that's something you need to do or want to do. It can be anything. 
And it's certainly not seeking a win that means putting others down. It means seeking a win so that you can rise and bring others with you, serve them or inspire them. So anyway, I hope this is encouraging to you too and that you're thinking what can be your capacity for a zero? Is there something you want to start doing? Can you accept that you do have the capacity for a zero to start at the beginning, to have a day zero and a day one and a day two? You are capable. And the same thing, is there something you want to stop doing? Is today day zero for being the person you want to be and stopping doing something that's not serving you? Today is day zero for choosing what you want most over what you want now. Give it to the Lord in prayer and be willing to take that first step. I hope this message is a blessing to you. Thanks for being here, friends. If you're on Instagram, find me on Instagram at Elevate Motherhood. I share there more than I can here, so I'd love to connect with you there. Also, if you haven't left a review of this podcast yet, that would be so helpful and awesome if you're willing to do so. Before we leave, I'd love to say a prayer and blessing for you. Dear Lord, thank you for these listeners. Thank you for speaking loudly into their hearts as they consider their capacity for zero. We want everything that you have for us, God. Give us the courage to start at zero and take those first steps. Let us be listening for your voice every step of the way. Let all we do before your glory, Lord. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen.